This is a download from Ormskirk Christadelphians of one of our Sunday afternoon talks. A video of the talk is also available along with more downloads at our website ormskirkchristadelphians.org.uk or join us in person at our meeting room on Moorgate in Ormskirk every Sunday at 1.45pm. We hope you enjoy the talk. Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, it was about last November, I think, when Karen contacted me and said, would I care to speak on this topic uh, when you're due with us next September? I don't know whether many of you are aware, but it so happens that Helen and I and another brother from Darlington prepare the Bible Messenger calendar, Bible message calendar each year. And it so happened that about November time, we'd just about finished last year's production, got it distributed, and we're just handling uh, the odd late order and so on. But it was still fresh in my mind that its topic was, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want or blessings from the Lord as we called it it was based on Psalm 23 so I want you know I gladly said yes I'll talk on that topic and uh, although it's a bit more than just the first phrase uh, I propose to do that now to look at the calendar to look at what it hoped to convey in its message and to find some help for us from that I came across another anecdote when I was looking at preparing for this topic and uh, it was about what was called a mutual improvement class where people were helped and guided as they uh, start, set their, started their endeavour to preside and speak and so on. And one such group had been set the topic of reading the 23rd Psalm. Um, and it was read by two people. Uh, a younger brother who read it very correctly, pronunciation, so on and so on and so on, all good, punctuation, all regarded. And then an el older brother read it also. But it was apparent that his feeling and understanding was greater than the younger brother. And when asked about this, he said, well, yes, I knew the shepherd leave you to contemplate that one the uh, analysis there it was one I came across of the psalm which helped us form the theme for this particular calendar don't worry if you can't read that we'll look at each of these uh, headings one at a time as we go through uh, it splits into 15 phrases uh, 12 we reduced it to to fit the months of the year of course um, finding a theme for the calendar is always a problem and uh, I was encouraged by somebody who would written to us when I was little saying don't forget Psalm 23 and also by an analysis which I've used as the basis of this I don't like thinking about Psalms and analysis but uh, it, it fits I think in this instance so we start off with faith the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. We have two phrases in that and two descriptive words. Uh, we've compressed that in, into this one. The first is faith. The Lord is my shepherd. 
So the writer trusts his shepherd as a sheep trusts and follows his shepherd, his leader. And we recall that at least two of Israel's great leaders served their time, as it were, as shepherds, thinking of Moses and David. And Jesus, of course, in John chapter 10, draws a picture of himself as the good shepherd after being... Sorry, I've gone on one too quick. After being uh, declared the Lamb of God also at the start of John's Gospel. So we have the faith that the, when we develop this perhaps a little bit more that the sheep has in its shepherd been reflected in our faith, in our shepherd, the Lord Jesus and his Father, the Saviour God. The second phrase which is incorporated in this phrase is assurance. Uh, tied in with that belief that the sheep we have in that we are being looked after, that we are not in want, that uh, we have all that we need which is supplied, in, supplied to us by the shepherd. That reminds me of the rich young ruler who uh, came up to Jesus and said, what must I do to be saved? And he said, one thing you want or one thing you lack, sell all and follow me. So even with his possessions and so on, he had a need. He had a, a want which the Lord would provide. And so we too, we all have a need, we all have a want, we all lack something which our good shepherd will provide for us if we ask him for it. Now the next phrase is this, contentment. He makes me lie down in green pastures. We spoke about the feeding of the 5,000 earlier today. Uh, and one of the records talks about them being sat down on green grass. Probably the grammar there. Uh, so Jesus sat those listening to him down and miraculously fed them. Otherwise, they being far from home or, or supplies would have been in want. They would have needed feeding. But he fed them and they were content. That reminds me that uh, during the war, nobody going to say it? which war? No, uh, <laughs> Second World War, uh, when my father was in hospital, um, we had zero income as a family. Yet the grocer we dealt with prior to the war still came for his weekly order and supplied it. And mum, in exchange, did some work for him. So, in essence then, the Good Shepherd looked after us. Looked after us in our need. And I'm sure many of us can tell of different stories within uh, their communities of how when in need, they are provided for. If you're interested, where these come from, that picture is in the field just outside North Allerton. Next we come to this phrase. Peace, he leads me beside still waters. The shepherd leads his flock into quiet, restful waters to rest during the heat of the day. This, of course, is uh, shepherding based in Israel, not in the UK. Uh, but there are some hot times, but usually the sheep have been shorn before they take place. That brings into my mind 
uh, a verse or two from Numbers chapter 10, which read like this. Whenever the ark set out, Moses said, Arise, O Lord, and let your enemies be scattered. Let those who hate you flee before me. And when it rested, he said, Return, O Lord, to the ten thousand thousand of Israel. And for us, we remember the words of Jesus in Matthew 11. Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Also his words, my peace I bring you, my peace I live with you. And he surely will, if we follow and trust in him. Life, he restores my soul. My, uh, I was involved in my agricultural days, not directly as a shepherd, but in uh, looking for ways to improve livestock uh, management and so on. And I know at that time, which is a few years ago now, we would actually, or we actually promoted the use of plastic jackets for sheep to were lambs to were in bad weather at the time soon after their birth this of course being uh, flocks up on the hills in the Pennines and other parts of North Yorkshire didn't happen so much in the lowlands but nonetheless uh, I can recall that shepherds need at times to revive newly born lambs and indeed a shepherd is a doctor, he's a midwife, he's a nurse he feeds, he rescues his flock and so in all ways they are dependent on him, they do need his care what they lack he provides and he revives them in their need which reminded me of that verse in Psalm 19 the law of the Lord is perfect reviving the soul and thinking along that, the revival that we can get in looking at the word of our Heavenly Father, often I find to get out on a Wednesday night when it's cold and wet and you're really tired out from the day, to go to Bible class can be a bit of a, a test. But I've always found once I've been there, I feel a lot better. My soul has been revived by studying with brothers and sisters the word of God I'm sure that's true for us all in whatever circumstance we are whether we're members of a community like ours or not a little look a little pondering of the word of God particularly this psalm we're looking at and other psalms can indeed revive the soul divine guidance he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. We note in this, as in the first picture of a flock, that the shepherd is leading. The flock isn't being driven, which is more commonplace, again, in Near Eastern countries than it is in this country. Though having given this talk once or twice, uh, I know of a, particularly a sister who claims, well, when I call my flock, they come to me and it is true little flocks <laughs> you can 
get to know personally and they will come to you and follow you. But by and large, larger flocks have to be driven. But again, in this instance, this picture, they are following the shepherd. They are following the path of the shepherd, of, in our case, the Father, the divine guidance, leading them to fresh pasture. And so, contemplating, we can think on this, that Jesus leads us as a shepherd, often through much tribulation, but at the end is the kingdom. Some words from Romans chapter 8. What shall then we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised? Who is at the right hand of God? Who indeed is interceding for us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that, who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Confidence. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. In this we've combined three phrases from the psalm and three descriptive words. This first being confidence. And we note that it says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, it's through and not round. Jesus tempted us in all points and can guide us, bring us through dark times in life to his kingdom. So we're not saying that our shepherd always leads us around danger, but protects us as we walk through dark places from time to time. Perhaps baptism is a good symbol, symbol of going through death to new life. And if indeed that is the case. And that is where the Lord God will guide us if we put our trust in him. Through the darkness that is our natural end of death to new life, to be with him and with our saviour in his kingdom. Then we have courage. I will fear no evil. Will also lead us through good times and lead us not into temptation companionship for you are with me and this indeed is the situation those who have committed themselves to Christ are in we can call him our friend and we can follow him through our present life's journey to be with him when he returns comfort your rod and your staff they comfort me 
We have the comfort of knowing that Jesus is ready to support us. As he did Peter when he faltered, going to Jesus walking on the water. Perhaps we would know it better, or the term which we recall something like this is a crook. Not a crook, a crook. Uh, and with this, uh, the shepherd can do many things. He can catch his sheep, he can discipline them, he can rescue them if they've fallen down into a ditch and need pulling up, or he can also often use them to count the flock as they pass up a race in front of him. We remember that David defended his flock uh, when he was going to fight Goliath. He told the king Saul that in his youth as a shepherd he'd met a lion and a bear and had destroyed them to save his flock. And we are sure that Jesus too will defend and look after us. As he said about Jerusalem, he would gather us if it were possible under his wings. O Jerusalem, the Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stone those who are sent to it. How often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings and you are not willing. May we be willing and may we be a part of his flock under his care and under his wings. Providence you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. I wasn't altogether sure what providence meant, meant so I had a look in the dictionary. And one definition was somewhat surprisingly this, the foreseeing care and guidance of God over the creatures of the earth. We know that sometimes we are told that the table is to be prepared by so-and-so, the table which we had before us this morning in our memorial service. So, our guidance, the foreseeing care of God is exercised for us if we are committed to by God and by Jesus. I'm reminded of, reminded of that occasion when David uh, encamped or in the desert uh, fleeing from Saul no fleeing from the Philistines I think in this occasion uh, was heard to say that he longed to drink from the water of the well at Bethlehem and he wished to taste that water from his hometown and three of his followers passed through the Philistine army to get some for him but he wouldn't drink it because they'd been prepared to give his life for them. So Jesus has actually given his life for us. And we can remember this in the bread and in the wine. Favour, you anoint my head with oil. And it seemed to me that the optimum illustration of this was baptism when we are totally anointed in the water of oil and as we mentioned before when we die and rise again to a newness of life when our whole body and our spirit as it were are cleansed and refreshed that baptism was taking place 
in the sea near Sri Lanka but we remember the anointing too that Jesus administered to him uh, and we read in Matthew 26 when some would said he was you know it was a waste of money for his feet to be anointed with oil his response was this in pouring this ointment on my body Mary has done it to prepare me for burial truly I say to you wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world what she has done will also be told in memory of her happiness my cup overflows don't know whether that sheep is quite smiling but he looks to be fairly happy to me similarly happiness for us is the joy of our sins being forgiven remember that the Ethiopian eunuch went on his way rejoicing after Philip had shown him the gospel message and baptised him we recall he did this reading from Isaiah 53 the Ethiopian asked who is the prophet being spoken about and in that chapter there are several allusions to shepherds and to sheep we are like sheep gone astray like a lamb before her shearers is dumb another quotation but perhaps a more one that relates more to what we're talking about is in the chapter before where we read in Isaiah 57 how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news who publishes peace who brings good news of happiness who publishes salvation who says to Zion your God reigns so we are encouraged to receive and to give out that happy news of salvation as Philip gave it to the eunuch blessings surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life there is a story told of uh, a Christian disciple talking with Jesus it is a fictional sort of a story this and they were looking at two sets of footprints similar to these only in some places there was only one set and the disciple said I know you were beside me throughout my life but what does it signify when there is only one set the Lord replied that was the time when I carried you so we do not need to be in want we are blessed that he will carry us if we are struggling and if we ask him and will bring us to his kingdom immortality and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever we remember other words from our Lord it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom whatever befalls us as we wait for Jesus to appear we are assured that we will be with him as we wait and he will be with us if we trust and confess our faith in him as did the thief down beside him on the cross that we thought about this morning for he said 
Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, Truly I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. Even so, come Lord Jesus. Amen. We hope you enjoyed that talk. For more downloads, videos, information about what we believe and details of our meeting times, go to our website, ormskirkchristadelphians.org.uk Thank you.